You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. ABC Tonight. Special Agent Will Trent. Judge Bureau Investigation. I told him I'd bring my best. Will sees things that no one else does. Based on the New York Times bestselling series. But why Will Trent? He's good police and he's objectively hot. See crime. Put out an Amber Alert. There's a kidnapping. Through his eyes. He read that crime scene like it was a book. Ramon Rodriguez is. I'm a pretty observant guy. Will Trent. Series premiere tonight, tonight central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hey there, and welcome to Fan Theory Queries, where we analyze fan theories from all over the internet, but mostly Reddit. I'm Laura. I'm Michael. And I'm Spencer. And I am so excited to be bringing this Freaky Friday fan theory about the Addams Family from 1991. And the theory says, is the Addams Family movie a large-scale ritual to return Uncle Fester to his corporeal form? And this was written by Freed Creativity. So before we dive in, have y'all seen Addams Family? I don't think so. Maybe once it was never something I was super into. I was more into the monsters growing up than the Adams Me Family. Too. But there's no monsters '90s movie. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, I know there was a monsters a great movie point. and it was in color and everything. But oh man, I love I directed these the Adams Family musical. That's right. It was one of and my favorite shows. It is a really good musical. I really like mm-hmm. it. Um, I love these movies. I think the casting is perfection. Um, I mean, everybody is so good. Raul Julia as Gomez and Angelica Houston as Morticia and Christopher Lloyd as Fester. And so we've got we've got our double dose of Christopher Lloyd this week. That's we right. just talked about a little <laughs> bit about Doc Brown for our Back to the Future theory last week and now we've or on last episode on Wednesday. So now we've got more today super fun um he's so incredible in this and then they up the ante in adam's family values the sequel i love that movie that one's really good um and they have a little bit of a cast shake up in there but it's i think it's for the better anyway let's move on to the theory uh basically title the 1991 movie is the successful ritual to summon Uncle Fester from the great beyond. The opening lines of the movie, after the opening credits, this is Gomez talking to Thing. For 25 years, we've attempted to contact Fester in the great beyond, and for 25 years, nothing. Then, the crooked lawyer, Tully, shows up. He and his wife are both grifting from the Adamses. As Tully is being attacked by the polar bear rug, he looks at the painting of Fester and the candle goes out. Tully then plants the Chekhov's gun of the weather book and gets shaken down by a weird mother-son criminal team. The son, Gordon, turns out to look a lot like Fester. Then there's the seance, where Wednesday asks them to ransom Fester from the grave. Clearly, the Adams know he's truly dead. Just then, Gordon, dressed as Fester, knocks and enters the family's life. Afterwards, we have the whole found family dark comedy hijinks. 
They're so good. <laughs> they are very dark comedy and I love it. It's so funny. Anyway, back to the theory. They show Fester warmth and affection he hasn't known from his abusive loan shark mother. He's integrated into the family. They have their doubts. He bonds with his brother and the kids and Morticia. They perform a whole dance to reintroduce him to the whole Adams family at the ball. Oh, and it is so good. And Fester like swallows this whole sword and he's got all these. Oh, it's excellent. It's excellent. I love it. Okay. Spoilers ahead <laughs> for a movie from 1991. <laughs> then we have Morticia closing the ritual. Mrs. Craven disavows Gordon, who is the guy posing as Fester, and picks up a book. Then Fester disavows his adopted mother and abuser. When he opens the tome, we get a badly composited shot of everything going around and lightning strikes Fester. Tully and Craven land in some open graves to be entombed alive by Wednesday and Pugsley, completing the ritual, offering a ransom of two lives for Fester's life. Boom. Closing scene where Fester has gotten all his memories back. It isn't that Fester was actually Gordon, but that the Adams prepared a weird-looking 25-year-old orphan to become the corporeal form for Fester's soul. The whole thing was necromancy, magic, and eldritch horrors from beyond with a heartwarming twist. Heartwarming, you say. Hmm. I love it. I love, so I have, love, love it. I cannot understand Gordon, this Gordon character. So Gordon is, is, is Christopher Lloyd. Uh -huh. He is this man that his mother is a loan shark she's super abusive and mean to him but he has security issues and so he has nowhere else to go no one else to reach out to he clings to his mother and is just always trying to appease her and tully noticed or knows gordon and his mother and noticed this painting with fester in it and that knows that they want Fester back and goes, hmm, Gordon, you look a lot like Fester. So they hatch this scheme to fleece the Adams family because they're pretty well off um, to get Gordon, give Gordon to them and convince them that he's uh, his, their brother, Fester, so that he can get his stake in the family and mm -hmm. then i think they're going to try to kill everybody in the family so that gordon fester can get the inheritance but then the real like what they're saying is this um actual essence of fester actually finally comes in and takes over gordon's body and so now he is fester for real so what confuses me or what i'm not uh grasping is what makes this a fan theory and how is it not just what the plot of the movie is like because what's that's supposed never to, we don't know what's supposed to be happening right when you're watching the movie you're led to think that gordon really is the long lost fester that he's just been gone for a long time and lost and had amnesia and forgot about everything mm -hmm. and then being around the adamses uh because all of the time 
Gomez is constantly like, remember how we used to do this and like reminding him of all these things they used to do when they were kids together, uh, that that breaks him out of his amnesia. Okay. But rather than him actually being faster with uh, amnesia, this person is saying that, no, it really is some other dude. And because of this ritual that happens, Fester's spirit invades, overtakes this poor soul and becomes, mm-hmm. uh, or lives as their body. Yeah, think of it okay. as like Steve Trevor in Wonder Woman 84. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I will think of it that way. <laughs> Michael, you follow okay. everything? I, I think so now after the explanation for your question because i had the same Mm. question um yeah it it was hard because i didn't know who half of these characters were um i'm just trying to use context clues to piece all this together you're saying that gordon in the movie the not based on the theory that in the movie gordon is actually supposed to be fester just with amnesia is that right Mm -hmm. yeah okay Okay, I I think I'm on on track now, or following at least. So, okay, well, it seems like it might be a good time to jump into some comments now. Yeah, sure. Give a little more context. Okay, Lucian three two one four. So they said the original ending was supposed to be that Gordon was never actually Fester and was just a lookalike all along. But I believe the cast spoke together with the director and asked him to consider Gordon truly was Uncle Fester. Your theory makes sense and is my new headcanon. And interesting. our OP said, fascinating. The ending is kind of out of nowhere. Seems rushed in the last 15 minutes of the movie, but after the big, or in the last 15 minutes of the movie, after the big dance number, I thought rewatching as an adult, that was going to be the big reveal. The structure of the movie's weird too. And Vidogo says, yeah, there was really no need for him to not be the actual fester. The original <laughs> script writers were trying to make some point about found family or anyone can be an Adams. I understand, but really it worked out better the way it did. And then BZ Delta says, I mean, fester Skywalker has a nice ring to it. <laughs> especially think about like because that's fester from the tv show do you all even know any of the adams family tv show yeah no i do the tv show and on the movie he he can put a light bulb in his mouth and the light bulb will light up and Mm -hmm. (laughs) if that Uh, were a lightsaber instead mm -hmm. (laughs) that would be funny i'm having trouble picturing what these characters look like because I'm not it's, super familiar. Is Fester the one um bald one? And he wears like a black like a black a, frock or yeah, something. From, from neck to toes. Okay. I'll go picture. And is Thing the the thing with all the hair? No, that's cousin it. Thing is the hand, the disembodied hand that runs around. Oh okay, okay. Gotcha. Okay. Would would y'all like a bit of movie trivia about why the movie the way is the way it is? Don't you want to save that? Oh. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I see. Uh, so this is interesting. 
In a 2012 interview, Barry Sonnefield, the director of the movie, stated that he originally intended that, that it be unclear whether Fester really was an imposter or not, but all the other actors rebelled and chose 10-year-old Christina Ricci to speak on their behalf, who gave this really impassioned plea that Fester shouldn't be an imposter, so we ended up totally changing that plot point to make the actors happy. And they were right. It was the better way to go. Interesting. Christina mm -hmm. Ricci is such an excellent Wednesday Adams. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's incredible. I, I'm so sad that y'all haven't watched these movies. <laughs> I love these movies so much, particularly <clears throat> value, Adam's Family Values. But yeah, if, if you get the chance, you definitely should. They're a fun little popcorn and quirky black mm -hmm. comedy. It, it's fun. It's good stuff. And a lot <laughs> of really great homage is paid to the television show as well. Uh, mm -hmm. including a scene of Morticia in her greenhouse and she's got roses growing and she's cutting the heads off of all the roses. <laughs> so it's just the thorny stems and that's uh, it. And she's yeah. like, oh, much better. Yeah. It's, it's, it really is great humor. And I, I remember watching that series, the Scooby-Doo movies where they would do have a mystery and there'd be a celebrity on there. Like the, that was the show where they would have like the Globetrotters on there or Phyllis Diller, but there was an episode where they were with the Adams family. I remember mm -hmm. that. That was enjoyable. Hmm. And I think it was all the voice actors from the television show did I, that one. I believe that it was. But this is yeah. this is yeah. interesting. Um, it's Is it something that you would even like pondered what's going on here, Laura, or just take it at face value? So again, so like this movie's from 1991. I, I've been watching mm -hmm. this movie since I was a kid. Because mm -hmm. there's nothing, mm -hmm. I mean, Morticia and Gomez's um, innuendo, they speak in heavy innuendo. Mm -hmm. um, totally went over my head as a kid. So my parents had no problem with me watching it because I mm -hmm. didn't get it. Mm -hmm. uh, that I, I just really, the ending that I explained to you, that's what I always believed was... Okay. That, oh, he really was Fester. He just somehow disappeared, got lost, and went away. And that other woman got him and made him think his name was Gordon and just kind of brainwashed him. But I like, I, I, I won't go into it. Never mind. Stop. <laughs> I won't. I'll wait till after the break. <laughs> break. Speaking of break, who wants to be my lurch real quick? Somebody, Spencer, you want to be lurch? Oh, movie, is Lurch the one that says you rang? You rang. Technically, in these movies, he doesn't actually speak words. He just That's goes, true. Really, which really is, deep. Which, make, which makes for a great bit in the musical because he does the same thing, except towards the end of the movie, he sings the a musical. line. Or in the musical, he sings a line in this extremely low register. Bass. <laughs> it's, it's just, and we had a, like the perfect guy play him in our move, show. He had the perfect Move voice into voice. the darkness. And <laughs> That's right. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Mm -hmm. uh, but Lurch, what do you want me to do as Lurch? I was just going to say, speaking of taking a break, Lurch, could you... Make sure that uh, we get through the break and head over to our rating system. Mm. 
How would you like to challenge your little grey cells while reveling in the vintage perfection of David Suchet's Poirot? If so, then the Labours of Hercule podcast was made for you. We're taking a deep dive into every episode of this masterpiece of television and giving you the clues you need to solve the case along with Poirot himself. We present the case and you solve it. Whether you're a detective in the making or if you just simply want to gush over the genius and art decadence of Agatha Christie, then subscribe now to the labors of Hercule wherever you get your podcasts. There is a corner of Los Angeles where dreams are brought to life. The uh, stuff that dreams are made of. Where stars are born. Where legends are made. For over a hundred years, the world has been captivated by Hollywood. But just beneath the stardust lie a million more fascinating stories. Tales of heroism, villainy, betrayal, passion, tragedy and triumph that when sewn together form an incredible history. The Secret History of Hollywood. Available now wherever you get podcasts. All right, we're back from the break. Thank you, Lurch. Uh, Michael, before uh, we rate, could you remind us all of our rating scale? Uh, the highest rating that we have is genius. This is reserved for only the best theories, which we believe are better than the actual canon. The next step down is plausible. It's a good theory. It's believable. Unlikely is next. It's not a terrible theory, but pretty unlikely, as the name suggests. And then the last thing is preposterous. These are the theories that are just stupid. Basically, we're all dumber for having listened to them. Uh, who wants to go first? Me. Um, I like okay. this. This is enjoyable. Um, and I remember reading through some of these comments, or the, there's that one specifically that was like, I always thought that the pacing and ending was weird. And, of course, we learn in real world it's because they kind of changed the intention at the last minute. But... I think it still works. And this is one of those theories that you don't really need a whole lot of evidence for. It's just kind of, it works without points of, well, this is why, or this isn't why. And so I'm going to say, um, I'm going to say it's plausible. This is a plausible theory. I think that it's plausible that this little boy got possessed by the spirit of Esther, <laughs> which would, you know, I mean, fit with the theme and style. Yeah, um, I uh, I'll say this: having never seen this and not really having a whole lot of knowledge going into it, um, based off of what we heard in this theory, I would have to agree that it's plausible. Um, I I kind of like the idea of it. It's it's fun. Um, this may be one of those things where I I watch the movie and I come back and have to change my rating, but for now I I. It sounds plausible to me. Like, I, I kind of like the idea. Cool. Well, then I'm going to go with genius on this because I like the evidence that OP has given us here about even just Gomez's first line about we've attempted to contact Fester in the great beyond. So mm, that's true. they mm. know his they they think they know his spirit is out there um, and they hold this seance 
but they are talking about Wednesday talks about ransoming him. So it would be an exchange. And so they end up killing Tully and uh, let's see who was Gordon's mother. Uh, I can never remember that character's name because I hate her. She's the worst. Craven. <laughs> uh, uh, they exchange their lives for Fester's life. And I can see it as maybe not so much that it has to be that he's Gordon is taken over by Fester, but maybe mm-hmm. that Fester and Gordon can merge because Fest because Gordon was starting to become sympathetic to the Adamses because they were showing him love and and inclusion um, mm. and solidarity, uh, loyalty. Loyalty is huge with Gomez, and that was something he had mm. never experienced before. And now, I and I think he would welcome this awareness of fester in there so that they can both have this beautiful existence with the Adams family. So I'm going with genius. Awesome. Cool. Because you are a genius. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, cool. Thanks for this selection, Laura. I felt enlightened and welcomed by the Adams family um, because you did such a great job of delivering things. Uh, but It is time to bring the episode to a close. However, before we do, guys, I know I've done this before, but I like to do it again because I like it. Uh, I love getting into the mind of the actor whenever they, uh, you know, what getting it, learning what goes into their mind, how they prepare for a role. Essentially, you get what I'm saying? Like, what does it take for them to get to this particular level? What is their inspiration? Anyway, what they do to prepare. So in this particular fascinating actor movie detail, movie actor detail, uh, comes from user SRH64 to prepare for his role as a human in American Psycho 2000, Christian Bale was born. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) When he was born, he was a baby. Good job, Bale. Good job, buddy. (sighs) Buddy Bale. (laughs) I know, it's kind of late, but you know. Him and his method acting. Well, on that note, this has been Fan Theory Queries, and I'm Laura. I'm Michael. And I'm Spencer, and I'm kind of ashamed of that stinker that I just chose to share. But anyway, it is the end of the show. Subscribe to Fan Theory Queries so you don't miss out on other fascinating fan theories. Fan Theory Queries is part of the Airwave Media Podcast Network. Visit airwavemedia.com to listen and subscribe to their other fine shows like The Secret History of Hollywood, Who Did What Now? and Into the Impossible.